Welcome to the podcast, Torn. I am your host, Steve Dealey, the servant of the Most High God. Thank God for another day. No matter what you're going through, the key word is through. So when people say I'm going through hell, I say that's good. Keep going. When people say I'm going through some things, I say that's good. Keep going. Through. Do you know in every situation, every storm, every drama, there's an exit? And the exit exists in your mouth. When you pray, you create an exit. When you praise, you create an exit. When you worship, you create an exit. And with the same mouth, you also can create an entry. So when you pray, you can create an exit. When you pray, you can create an entry. When you worship, you can create an exit or you can create an entry. When you praise, you can create an exit or you can create an entry. Your faith can create an exit. Your faith can also create an entry. So what's in your mouth? Because see, life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if you stuck, it's because you have failed to realize the keys is in your mouth. Today's quote, after they gossip about you, ask them did they get paid or are they still broke? Most gossipers, they're broke because they're chasing dirt on you instead of chasing their dreams. So you have to figure out, are you a dirt searcher or are you a dream chaser? This is Torn, the podcast. Let's get to it. A lot of times you're going to hear me reference my parents, the late Ezekiel Daly, Reverend Ezekiel Daly, and the late Evangelist Ruby Daly, both were pastors. And my parents were older in their life when they had me. My mother was at the age of 44. And when she passed away a few years ago, she was 94. She lived a, a very long and fruitful life, and I give God the glory and praise for that. And my dad lived a long life also. I used to always tell people that my parents were most was older than most when my aunts and uncles would ever come over to the house my mother was the youngest out of all of them so I would be surrounded by older people but I was learning a lot and I used to tell people as I got older I grew up in an old folks home because they was all so much older than me but I had my ear whenever they allowed me to sit in the living room and listen to what they were talking about. And I'm grateful for that. And my mother used to always say before we go out, get your coat, but uh, don't take it off when we get there. We're not going to be there long. So she was indicating to me that wherever we were going, don't get comfortable. 
we was only passing by. It wasn't going to be long. So wherever we went, and she told me don't take my coat off, I better not take my coat off because we weren't going to be there long. So today's message is entitled, Don't Take Your Coat Off. Some of us are too comfortable because you took your coat off and that's why you're still in that situation when it was only supposed to have been temporary. Some of y'all are still in the same thing that you was dealing with in 1996 and here we are in 2020, you still dealing with it, you still sitting in it because you got comfortable. You took your coat off. Some of us has pinched a tent in a desert when we was only supposed to be passing through. You took your coat off. I'm telling you, say this to yourself. Don't take your coat off. Don't get comfortable. That's why you're still there. I had an uncle by the name of Uncle Junior who did 25 years for murder. We won't talk about what, why he murdered the man, where, who the person was. That's irrelevant to this podcast, but I just wanted to make a point. Uncle Junior never wanted us to send him pictures. He had told my mother and other family members, don't send me pictures. See, back in the days, and some of you young cats may not know this, but we didn't we didn't have uh, email and texting and, and Zoom and Telegram and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So our way of communicating a lot of times would be to actually get a piece of paper, pen or pencil, write a letter, get an envelope, get a stamp, walk down to the mailbox, put it in the mailbox and wait a few days for it to get to the person. Uncle Junior didn't want pictures. He didn't want pictures. When Uncle Junior got out and I got a chance to talk to Uncle Junior because I was older now. I had already been in the Marine Corps and Uncle Junior came through. I asked him, hey, Unc, why you don't want pictures? And Unc would say, because I didn't want to make that cell my living room. I didn't want to put pictures up and get comfortable. Although I was serving 25 years, I knew this was not my home. I didn't want to become comfortable. I didn't want to become used to it. With no pictures on the wall, it reminded me that I wasn't meant to stay here for a length of period of time for long, that I was only passing through. Some of us has made your situation, your living room, and you're comfortable now. You're living in a situation where you're no longer supposed to be at. You took your coat off. You got comfortable. And because you got comfortable, now you living there. You comfortable with him disrespecting you. You're comfortable with her being disrespectful. You're comfortable with the abuse. You're comfortable with just working a minimum wage job. You're comfortable with living in the hood. 
with no dreams to get your family out because your generation after generation after generation after generation got comfortable and nobody stood up and said, this is uncomfortable. I'm not staying here. No one said, let's get out of here. One of my favorite TV shows, the Jefferson's theme song was, and we're moving on up. You got comfortable. You got comfortable in depression and you took off your coat and now depression, you made depression your living room. You made anxiety your living room. You made worry in your living room. You can't pray and then get up and worry. Either you're going to do one. Either you're going to worry and not pray. Or you're going to pray and not worry. You can't get up and have to pray. Praying and then monitor the situation. You can't do that. Why are you comfortable? Some of us say, oh, you know me. You're used to it. And that's why you're still in it. Don't take your coat off. In the Bible, in the book of John, the fifth chapter, Jesus walks upon a man who had 38 years been sitting by the pool. And this man, for 38 years, sat there, depressed, angry, panic attack, mood swings, feeling defeated, no growth, because he took his coat off and he got comfortable. So comfortable, he made excuses, no one, see, Whenever the water got stirred up by the angel in this pool, whoever got in that pool would get healed. And, 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 and I have a question, though. Whoever brought him to the pool, why didn't you stay and help him get in the pool? See, be careful of people that, that encourage you to take off your coat and get comfortable in something that was only supposed to be temporary. So I would like to know what happened to the people that brought the man to the pool because somebody had to, he was a paraplegic. Somebody had to bring him to the pool. Somebody had to say, all right, here you go. You didn't care enough about me to help me get out of this situation, bro. You just dropped me there. Be careful of people and where they're dropping you. They're dropping you off because they hope you fall off. Let me rewind that. Let me bag that thing back up. They dropping you off in hopes that you fall off. That's what they're doing. So this man is by the pool. 38 years. Some of you been in this situation longer because you're comfortable. The devil has manipulated you into being comfortable. That man has manipulated into you making you think you supposed to get hit. I wish he would. My daughters. What? Nah, lady. You nobody's punching bag. 
you was pulled from a man's rib, which means you was pulled from his side. You supposed to be standing on his side, not not up under his feet or his punching bag. Don't take your coat off. So now Jesus comes up and Jesus says to the man, watch this. Do you want to be made well? Okay. And the man says, sir, I have no one who can put me in the pool. We got excuses. That's why you took your coat off. Now you make an excuse of why you comfortable with being uncomfortable. 38 years, this man is by the pool and he makes an excuse. I'm telling you today, my brother and my sister, who went took that coat off, get up. Get up and get out of that uncomfortable situation. Jesus told the man, rise. I'm telling you to rise. Put your coat on. Sometimes you might even have to flee without your coat, but you shouldn't have never took your coat off. You made your situation, your living room. Break down that living room. Get your coat and let's get out of here. Get your coat and grab what you can. I'm not sitting nowhere defeated for 38 years. I'm not sitting nowhere defeated or depressed for 38 years. I'm not sitting nowhere for 38 years and having panic attacks. I'm not sitting nowhere for 38 years and having mood swings and, 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 and blaming somebody else. Like my mama said, I'm take your coat off because we're not going to be here long. You comfortable now. You so comfortable that it's normal now have panic attacks. It's normal now to be depressed. It's normal now to be upset. It's normal now to live in fear. It's normal now to live broke from paycheck to paycheck. It's normal now to cancel your dreams. It's normal now to wipe out your vision because you took your coat off. Grab your coat. We out of here. Torn the podcast.